Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've seen and heard champions make history year in, year out on the biggest racing stages. These are the many stars of spring. Oh, when you think of the greatest horses in the greatest race, you think about the Cox Plate. And you think about this. But the body New Zealand mare is full of running around the turn. It's Sunline. Five in front of Sky Heights. Tie the knot with a withering run down the outside. Sunline three in front. Tie the knot wearing her down. Sunline in front. Tie the knot. Ducks in. And New Zealand takes the cox plate with Sunline. And then this. The champion New Zealand mare has raced away in the cox plate. Diatribe and Referral are running under the pacings, followed by Testa Rossa and then Scusi plays. But the champion mare is going to kill them. She's five in front, Sunline, and a piece of racing history. Back-to-back Cox plates for the champion mare, Sunline. She's won it by six lengths easily. Yep, New Zealand has had its fair share of unforgettable moments in one of the world's most elite races, but it's hard to ever go past the back-to-back dominance of Sunline at the turn of the century. She wasn't just a special mare, she was the mare of a generation, really. And she was trained out of South Auckland by the late, great Trevor McKee. And of course, his son and our good friend at SCNZ, Stephen McKee. Sticko is with us on the line now this morning. G'day, mate. How you doing, Sticko? Yeah, good morning, Izzy. Morning, Kippy. Morning, brother. Oh, mate, just memories come flooding back here in that audio. Yeah, especially when you mention the turn of the century. It seems like a long time ago now, doesn't it? But, uh, yeah, yeah, certainly. It just seems like yesterday, really. Oh, mate, one of the most dominant performances, and particularly in the second, uh, winning by five lengths, mate. But you, how are you doing? Are you enjoying horse training retirement, mate? Keeping busy enough? Yeah, keeping busy enough. Do a little bit of manual to help out in the mornings, and uh, I've, got a, I've got a tea booking this afternoon, which will... Um, <laughs> 
I know, it's a passion of yours, is he? So uh, straight across the road for a bit of golf with Davo. Hey, oh, I don't know if it's a passion. Sorry, sorry, Keith. I don't know if it's a passion, mate. I'm pretty frustrated with it. Just quickly, what, how you how you teeing it off, mate? You playing well? Uh, yeah, okay. But uh, like we are, um, when we're not pros, we can't get all facets of our game working at the one day. So, yeah, it's, you're right. It's very, very frustrating, but we still get out there again. Stick over that audio. Um, geez, that brought back memories for me. But you must get asked about it when... Um, when she was, you know, a household name, do you did you feel it? Her connection to the public back then? Oh, definitely. Yeah, she was um, uh, sort of around that cusp of ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one. She was like the headline horse, um, both in Australia and New Zealand. And it came to a stage where most of her races were in Australia, so they sort of they sort of took her as one of their own, and, and um, it was uh, probably. Uh, the earliest start of the internet days, so there was always a lot of publicity around her. Um, yeah, it wasn't just a race day part, it was, you know, interviews pretty pretty much full on in those days. Well, when did you realise she was well above average? When did you, when did the planning for the Cox Blake come into fruition? Yeah, oh, she, yeah, she hit the ground running pretty early. She won her first, uh, I think, first eight starts. Um, but it was just a strength at that stage that she lacked uh, to take on a real big gun. So um, we, she won a race as a three-year-old filly at Mooney Valley over the Cox Plate distance, won that pretty easily. So at that stage we thought, okay, we'll, we'll have a shot at the Cox Plate, but um, the Cox Plate itself is a different ball game. You're running against mature old horses that uh, really give you no peace at all. So it was a bit of um, uh, didn't, you know, we weren't 100% confident she could run a strong 2,040 metres uh, at, at a track like the Valley until we actually got to, to the first Cox Blade in uh, 1999. Yeah, and just talk about that race, uh, Sticker. You know, why is it such an elite, an elite test for the best horses? Well, I think part of, the, part of it is the uh, configuration of the track. Most Big tracks like, a, say, a Flemington or where they run the Melbourne Cup or a, um, or a Ranwick or an Ellerslie or a Trentham, most of the um, big races or any race, the sprint doesn't really start till about the last sort of 400 metres, whereas at Moody Valley, uh, they start really cracking along for probably the last 800 metres and they're really sprinting at their top for 600. So it's a long, sustained sprint and that's why... Um, you know, it's sort of make or break by the corner. It's a, it's a uh, it's quite a short straight, but a lot of the work is done between uh, sort of the 800 and the 400, and they're also running up uh, slightly uphill as well. So it's a really good test, and that's why I think the honour roll for the Cox Plate um, is probably one of the best in the world. If you're going to have any chance, Stephen, do you think you have to be in the first few around the bend if you want to win it? I would say most times, yes, you do get the odd horse come from a little bit further back, but um, you've got to be extremely fit and very, very strong to, to maintain that uh, that final gallop to the line. So, you know, you're talking about running against uh, normally the, the most elite horses in the country at that stage. Um, so there's, there's no real give up in, in any of those top horses. They just keep running. So um, you want to be pretty much mobile by the time you hit that final straight. 
Righto, Sticko, this is what everyone wants to hear. You're an astute analysis of the, the horses running around at the moment. <laughs> We've got some really good ones in the Cox Plate tomorrow. Who do you think has the attributes to win this race apart from Animo? Well, I think you have to keep... I, they tell me you're keeping a good weather watch on uh, Melbourne tonight and tomorrow, <laughs> Kenji, but um, there's a lot of there's significant rain coming, I think, due tonight and tomorrow, and they're running at Mooney Valley tonight as well. So by the time they get to the Cox Plate tomorrow, there, there's, uh, I think there'll be 16 races run on the track before they get to the Cox Plate. So it'll be interesting if it really cuts up and it's wet. Uh, I think it brings a few others into play, but I'm really liking the Chris Waller import, Al Bodigan. Um, really like his form profile. Yeah, I think he's, uh, I think overall his record is stronger than State Arrest, who beat Animo last year. And also, I think if there is uh, quite a bit of rain, um, Mr. Brightside comes into the race as well. Yes. Oh, yes. the boy. Hey, hey Sticko, you haven't, been, you haven't set up a WhatsApp group with the lads because that's exactly what they've said. Good work. Good work. <laughs> no, I haven't <laughs> no, no, yet, actually. That, that's but, actually that's uh, super I, concerning I for Sticks. He's thinking, oh, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll rejig my bet before tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, I'll give you some uh, some positive from it, mate. I haven't backed it. And I stop everything. I seem to stop most horses. So I'll stay off it for you, Sticko. Hey, Sticko, mate, they, they talk about trainers just really having a, a genuine connection with these amazing animals. It, it, like, Talk to us about your experience with Sunline. Not only Sunline, you had Mufasa. You've had some fantastic horses over there. What, what does it take? What does it involve? To, uh, to train these special horses and, and behind the scenes, some detail that you've learnt over many years training some champions? Well, I think, to put it in a, in a nutshell, you just you, you want to keep out of their way a little bit. The good ones, um, you know, your job is to get them fit and keep them happy and, and don't interfere with them too much. They've either got that ability or they haven't at the end of the day. Um, Probably not over race them too much. Just keep them nice and happy, and uh, I guess not over train them. But you know they uh, they pick up the pieces themselves. You can you can quite often go into a, a big race a little bit on the fresher side, and possibly a little bit underdone, and they'll they'll take care of the rest. So uh, I think it's all about keeping them happy and not interfering with the ability that they've got. Sticks, you'll be the perfect person to ask because you don't actually have any owners to appease at the moment. Um, <laughs> as a trainer who has won multiple, multiple, multiple group ones and trained champions, what do you want from an owner? Do you just want hands off, pay your bills, or do you want them to tell you how to train your horse? Oh, no. It's, <laughs> I think, oh, geez. That's, that's throwing under the bus material, this one. But... Uh, Oh, no, I think there's a lot of owners that are very good, uh, uh, like, form analysis people, or uh, I think I think the training, the day-to-day training is best left to the trainer. Um, but I certainly don't mind if the owner wants an input in, you know, how the jockey possibly should ride the horse, or um, a lot of people these days do the speed maps and work out the form themselves. So I, I think there's a lot more interaction with the owners um, and and trainers nowadays with the horses going forward. But I think, by and large, the, the owners are pretty happy to leave the trainer to the, the actual day-to-day training of the horses. Hey, Sticko, 
Um, it's easy picking a $2 shot, but there must be a horse running around here in New Zealand that you're keeping an eye on at good odds. What's its name, and when does it run? Oh. Um, I think uh, one of the guys, uh, one of the horses from the guys here, it's running in a week or two. It's called Master Brutus. I think it's one to follow. Um, was just beaten in its first start uh, about 10 days ago at Avondale. So keep following that horse, and you'll get uh, well rewarded, I think. Beautiful. Well, one horse I've just seen that's uh, on your cards as well is Hasbro. I've backed it a few times. What's next for Hasbro? Yeah, well, I, I originally trained him. Uh, he's now in yep. Brisbane. He runs tomorrow, actually, yep. at, uh, mm. uh, I'm not sure if they're at uh, Eagle Farm or Durban tomorrow, but he's he's up to a mile tomorrow, which will definitely suit him. Uh, so I'd keep following him as well. Awesome sticks, and, and just one last one for me. What are we going to do with Dynastic tomorrow? Are we just do we have to watch them go around, don't we? Uh, yeah, I think um, Tirapa better track again for him tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I, I think keep following him. That run was just too bad to be true the other day. That's Wasn't that's it? not the form that he represents. So I, I think there was only a, a, a glitch in his um, in his record. So yeah, I. I'd go back to the well again tomorrow. If he if he runs poorly again tomorrow, well, he, he may have some issue that arises from that. But, no, he's, he's still got a horse to uh, to ditch on one run. Beautiful, Steve. Well, we'll let you go, mate. Appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights of the great one, Sunline. Big day at the race course tomorrow. Mooney Valley, the Cox Plate, doesn't get any bigger. Just one little bit of advice, mate, for you going forward to your tea time. Swing easy, my friend. Just swing easy, OK? <laughs> So they tell me it's hard to put out into reality <laughs> once you get out there. <laughs> it is, mate. Trust me, 47 over. You can't be any worse than that, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> oh, good man. Good man. No, look, yeah, I knew Hasbro was in Australia. Uh, I just said it was on his cards, and that was an awesome horse. Got me a couple of wins over here, particularly at Rickerton, and my dad, he got him paid as well too. But he's trained some absolute champs. Good to see him. Enjoying his retirement. Um, he's had a fantastic career. Super career, super bloke. And Hasabro tomorrow, race nine at Doombin. It's $12 into $7, boys. Ooh. $12 Oof. into 7 under the care of Annabelle Nisham now, Brody Louie with the ride. And one I'd like to point out tomorrow in Australia as well, because we're going to talk a lot of Cox Plate, but you have to give... If Sticko's a legend, so is Rogie. So is old Graham Rogerson and Debbie Rogerson. Team Rogerson have got sharp and smart, and it's come off two wins. It's one up at Ruakaka, then it went over and won the gloaming, and it was headed that day on that real bog track at Warwick Farm, and uh, it won that day, and it's $6 for a Group 1 in the champion stakes over at Randwick at Race 8, and it's a genuine each way chance. And if Rogie gets another Australian Group One winner, and he did tell us a long way out that this three-year-old gave him, um, you know, he gave him Group One Australia impressions. Well, he would have found another one, and I think this is a very smart horse. So, congratulations for Team Rogerson for even making it this far. And it would be awesome to see Rogie have another really nice one. Nineteen minutes past seven o'clock. Oh, we could just talk racing all day, couldn't we? Cox Plate. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.